right. Uh, turn your Bibles to James chapter 1 this morning. James chapter 1, and we're going to read verses 5 through 8. James chapter 1, and verses 5 through 8. Now, I apologize if I seem a little absent-minded earlier. I actually, um, I, I've got a message, I've got an outline prepared, and, uh, and, and we're going to be on the same verses that I had ready for this morning, but I feel like um, the direction's just been changed a little bit. So um, go ahead, and, and the, what I'm saying is you may not find a clear-cut three-point outline this morning, but we're going to look in God's Word, all right? And uh, so James chapter 1, verses 5 through 8 is where we're going to be looking. Now it says in verse 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, uh, that that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. But let him ask in faith, nothing wavering, for he that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind, and tossed. For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Then he says in verse 8, A double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let's bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, we are thankful for all that you've done. God, we're thankful for uh, the working and movement of your spirit. Uh, God, we're thankful that we have uh, the opportunity to look into your word this morning. We pray for your blessings upon it. Use it for your honor and glory. God, you know exactly what needs to be heard today. You know exactly what needs to be taught. I pray that you speak and teach through me. Use this uh, to bring about your will and your direction. God, I pray for conviction upon hearts. I pray for leadership. And um, Lord, just uh, may your will be done in all things. We ask in Jesus' name, amen. This morning, I was, uh, we were teaching in Sunday school. And even our Sunday school class, which was about, uh, basically, uh, about faith and some other things, it wound up being a lesson about prayer. And we, uh, we took just a couple of verses and spent a lot of time talking about prayer today. And uh, matter of fact, we just kind of had to, to read through the last several verses because so much of it was consumed with that thought of prayer. And the same thing uh, this morning, I was going to uh, preach about faith and we were, I was going to look at these verses from uh, the aspect of faith, but uh, prayer just keeps uh, coming to my mind this morning. So that's where I want to focus our attention this morning is on the prayer aspect of, of James chapter one, verses five through eight. Now I want you to look back at verse Five with me. He says, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God that gives to all men liberally and upbraids not, and it shall be given him. Now, I want to start out just looking at what he's talking about uh, asking for. And he's talking about, of course, asking for wisdom. And this wisdom that he's suggesting that we ask for is, of course, in response to uh, the tribulation and the trials and temptations that we may go through in life. And if you look at verses 2 and 3, he says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations or uh, diverse trials, knowing this, that the trying of your faith works patience. He says, but let patience have her perfect work, that you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. And and these verses just talking about the fact that there are going to be times that all of us go through trials. There, God has uh, allowed certain issues to come into our lives. He's allowed certain circumstances to come into our lives. And it has been official for us that when those trials appear, that we come into it with the right attitude. And that, of course, we are committed to walking with God through those trials 
so that he can complete the work that he's trying to do in our lives. Now, of course, we need wisdom to do that. We need wisdom to stay the course, wisdom uh, to look at the situation and say, well, God must be using this for a particular reason. And so he says, if any of you lacks wisdom to ask of God who gives to all men liberally. And so, of course, wisdom is something that we all need. But what I want to do is I want to focus not on the wisdom part this morning and of the faith part, uh, but just on the, uh, the praying part. He says, if any man lacks wisdom, what is he to do? He is to ask of God who gives to all men liberally. One of the things that I think is, is so uh, lacking in our churches, lacking in our daily lives, lacking in the lives of Christians uh, and, and I don't know, I don't know that I can say that that's worldwide, but definitely uh, here in the States is the issue of prayer and what it means to pray and how to pray and, uh, and, and how to ask of God in the right way, how to uh, come before God and to pray in a way that makes things happen, pray in a way uh, that gets things done. And, uh, and so what I want to talk about this morning is that subject of prayer. Now, so many of us. When we think about prayer, when we go into hopefully our daily task of praying, so much of what we do in prayer is about us and not about God. So much of what we're doing in prayer is about us seeking our own will, about us getting our own desires done, rather than going to God and asking for His will to be done. Uh, We approach prayer with this idea that God is in the heavens, that God has made these promises to answer our prayers, and, uh, and so we go to God and we tell Him exactly what we want Him to do. We tell Him exactly what we expect of Him. We tell Him exactly what Uh, how he needs to answer our prayers. And then we sit around and wait. And when those prayers aren't answered, we get mad at God, right? When we're asking in those ways, we're asking for those things and we're not seeing the results that we want to see, we get upset. We start losing faith. And, uh, and I've heard uh, many people, and I was talking about this in class this morning, so I apologize to our class because I'm going to kind of harp on some of the same things we talked about in there. Um, but, you know, I, I hear so many people talk negatively about prayer. Prayer doesn't work. I pray all the time and nothing happens. I, I pray and pray and pray about this and it never seems to work, so why pray? Why put all my energy? Why invest all that time asking for something that God's not going to do anyway? Sometimes we start thinking, well, maybe God doesn't uh, like me as much, and so He doesn't answer my prayers as much. But the problem with our prayers is not God. The problem with our prayers is us. And He addresses this problem in the verses, and that's where I want to talk about today. Prayer, of course, is just, it is simply talking to God. There's not this, right, this, this particular formula that you've got to have. There's not a, a certain thing that you've got to say in order for your prayers to be heard and answered. But there is a certain way that we must 
approach God in our prayers. There is a certain way that we must ask God and certain things that we must ask for uh, if we want to see our prayers be effective. And, And of course, the key to that and what we were talking about in our Sunday school class this morning, the key to that is praying according to the will of God. Amen. And there's a couple of verses that I want us to think about just for a moment before we get back into our text today. There's a couple of verses that I want to uh, to just reintroduce to our minds uh, so that we have the right uh, frame of mind when we're going into the subject of prayer. Uh, but one of those, of course, is from the book of James. And if you will, just turn over to chapter 4 very quickly. Uh, James chapter 4. And then look at the first couple of verses there. Now he starts out, he's kind of getting on to him a little bit. He says in verse 1 of chapter 4, From whence, or from where comes war and fightings among you, come they not hence even of your lust that war in your members? In other words, everybody is wanting their own way. And, uh, and since I can't get my way, I'm going to fight with you because you want your way. And so on and so forth. He says, You lust and you have not. You kill and desire to have and cannot obtain. You fight and war, yet you have not. Why? Because you ask not. He says, and you ask and receive not, because you ask amiss that you may consume it upon your own lust. Now, in a way, he's, he's addressing their prayer lives here. He's addressing the fact that, number one, they're not getting what they need because they're not asking for what they need. He says, you're not getting your prayers answered because you're not asking anything. And that's a sure way to make sure that your prayers don't get answered is not to ask, right? <laughs> And so uh, God has designed prayer uh, where we ask him for what we need and he provides what we need. Otherwise, we get self-sufficient and we start thinking that uh, that we're the ones providing our needs. And so he says, first of all, the one of the first problems that you have in prayer is that you're not asking from God. He says, and those of you who are asking, the reason why you don't receive anything is because you're asking to consume it upon your own lusts. In other words, you have your own desires, you've got your own agendas, you have your own uh, plans, and so you're asking uh, in order for God to fulfill your wants or your pleasures or your needs or your agenda, and he says you're not receiving anything because you're not asking according to the will of God. He says, uh, you, uh, because you ask that you make a sin upon your own lust, he says, you adulterers and adulteresses, know you not that the friendship of the world is enmity with God, whosoever therefore will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. And so he's saying the reason why your prayers aren't being answered is because you're asking uh, in accordance to the world and accordance to your will and not God's will. And uh, something that, you know, I'm sure y'all have heard me say several times, uh, and it didn't originate with me, of course, but uh, is that when we are praying, the goal and the purpose of our prayer is not to get our will done in heaven but to get God's will done on earth. I think I said that last week, actually. The, the goal of prayer is not to get our will done in heaven, but to get God's will done on earth. When Jesus taught his disciples how to pray, he said, uh, Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so the whole goal of prayer is for us to ask God uh, that His will be revealed and be done in our lives in this world the way that His will is being done in heaven. All right? Now, the other verse I want you to take you to is uh, in 1 John. So just look over there, 1 John chapter 5. And this is where we were in class this morning. 
We spent so much time. Matter of fact, I, I didn't think I was going to get out here on time. I, kept, I was talking too much. But he says in verse 14, 1 John chapter 5 and verse 14, he says, And this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything, how? According to His will. If we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, and how do we know that He hears us? He hears us when we ask according to His will. And if we know that He hears us, uh, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have desired of Him. In other words, He says, this is how prayer works. This is how you can have confidence in your prayer life. Number one, when you're asking according to the will of God. And when we're asking according to the will of God, then we have faith that what we are asking for is going to be given. Why? Because God loves to answer prayers that are according to His will. God loves to give us what He's already planned to give us. Right? The problem with prayer is when we go to Him asking for things that He never intended for our lives. We're asking for Him to give us things that are not necessarily His best, but just what we think is good for us. Now that brings us back to our text in James chapter 1, where he says in verse 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God. And it's true that if you're lacking wisdom, you need to ask that wisdom of God. But I think this principle is true for any prayer. Anything that you are lacking, any need that you have in life that you are lacking, this principle still applies that you need to ask it of God who gives to all men liberally and upbraids not. What does that mean? That means that when you go to God for a need, when you go to God and you're praying according to His will for something that's needed in your life, He's never going to get on to you for that. Now, I bring my kids into the situation quite a bit. And there are times, how many of you have kids? I don't even have to talk about my kids. Because you parents have heard this. Alright? How many of you have, have more than one kid? Oh, that's even better. Because this is when it happens. This is where it happens. You hear them in the next room. And they're saying, you go ask daddy. You've heard that, right? You go ask daddy. I'm not asking for that. He, he likes you more. Ask him. You know, <laughs> He says yes to you. Alright, I hear my kids saying that. A lot. They're always telling Taylor as if she's got some special, uh, you know, way of batting her eyes against things done. And, uh, and, and maybe she does. I don't know. But the thing is, we've all, we've all heard that. If you have kids, you've heard them say that. They, they say, you go ask Dad. Uh, he'll say yes to you or whatever. What, what is it? It's that they've got something they want to ask for, but they have no confidence that I'm going to bless them with what it is that they're asking for. They have no confidence in what they're asking. And so they have this, this thing in their minds that if they ask me for something, that I'm going to say no to them. And nine times out of ten, I will say no to them because they're asking for goofy stuff. Right? Like this. Dad, can I eat your chocolate? The answer to that is always going to be no. There is never a time when that's going to be a, a yes answer. Because that's not according to my will. My chocolate is my chocolate. And you better not touch my chocolate, right? That prayer is never going to be answered with a yes. But when they come to me asking for something that they need, 
It's something that I know that they need. And they truly need this thing. If they come and ask for what they need, the answer is going to be yes. Now, they may be shaking their heads right now. I see them do that a lot. They may be shaking their heads. But they know that if they need something and they ask for it, they have what they need. Right? There is confidence that if there's a true need in their life, they can go to dad and dad's going to do the very best that he can do to provide for that. Now, here's the thing. I can't always provide exactly what my children need. But we have a heavenly father who can provide all our needs. Who has the resources that anything we need, we can ask him, he can say yes, and then he can deliver on what he said yes to. And when we ask according to his will, we can have confidence that as we are praying, of course, he's going to answer those prayers. And he's going to not only say yes to those prayers, but he's going to accomplish what it's needing. And so it says uh, in verse 5, uh, and he's talking about wisdom, but again, we can just put any need in there, any true need that we have in life, anything that we ask according to the will of God, that we ask it of God, and what does he do? He gives to all men liberally. Meaning not only will you say yes, and not only will he give what you need, but he'll give everything that you need. He gives it liberally. He's not going to hold anything back, and he's never going to fuss at you. For asking for it. It says, the last phrase, and it shall be given to him. What's that need in your life? What is it that you're needing? Is it wisdom? Are you needing wisdom? Are you needing guidance? Are you needing a clear answer from God? Are you needing finances? Are you needing courage or strength? Are you needing peace? Whatever it is that you're needing. Now, I didn't say whatever you want. But whatever it is that you need... That's according to His will that He wants to provide for you. He says to ask Him for it. Why don't you have what you need? Please don't let it be because you didn't ask for it. Please don't let it be because you refrained or you hesitated to ask God what it is that you need from Him. Because so many times you've asked for other things but maybe He hasn't given those to you. Maybe those weren't asked according to His will. But those things that you stand in need of, those things that only He can provide, those things that are true, deep needs of your heart, He wants to provide for you. And He commands, by the way, to ask of Him. I want you to look what it says. If any man lacks wisdom, and then I want you to notice the next phrase that says, let him ask of God. That's not a suggestion. It's saying if you need this, ask Of God. That's a command. You go ask that of God, and He's not going to hold back from you. Let Him ask of God, who gives to all men liberally, and upbraid the night, and it shall be given unto Him. In verse 5. Now, the next thing that we find is this. Not only do we ask when we go to Him and we're asking for those needs, should we ask according to the will of God, which I've coupled with some other verses, but verse 6 let Him ask how. In faith. 
What does that mean? That means to ask again with confidence. It means to go asking, believing, not only that He will, but that He can provide for those needs that you have. Let Him ask for faith, nothing wavering. For He that wavers is like a wave of the sea, driven with the wind and tossed. And then He says in verse 7, For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. Now you have needs in your life. Every one of us do. And we have once, and most of us, if it really comes down to it, we really do know the difference between the things that we just want and the things that we really need. Right? Sometimes we don't want to admit that, but we know the difference between things that we need and things that we want. We're talking about needs here. We're talking about things that God already wants to give us. All right? He says, let us ask of God... Of course, that's talking about asking according to His will. But then in verse 6, He says to also ask in faith. That when we know we're asking according to His will, we go asking with the faith that He can and will provide for what it is that we need. He says to ask in faith, nothing wavering. Now, how many of you have ever gone to God in prayer? And you know there's a need in your life. But instead instead of walking into the throne of God with boldness, entering in with the blood of Christ and standing in Him and asking as a child of God for what it is that you need, you tiptoe to the throne and you say, well, God, I don't know if you got time for this or God, I don't know, you know, I know you're really busy or or God, I know there's so many other things that people are asking for or, or God, I just don't feel worthy to ask you for this. And so we mealy mouth through our prayer and we say, you're probably not going to give it anyway, but if you could, if you find time and you can, would you please do this for me? About, about a quarter of the way through that, when my kids do that, I say, please shut up and get to the point. What do you want? All right? I, I'm a busy man. I don't have 30 minutes for you to him haul around asking one thing of me. Now, God's got a little more patience than I do. But here's the thing. When they come and there's no confidence in what they have, you know what I mean? Then They're not asking in faith. They're not asking, trusting that I love them and trusting that I want the best for them and trusting that, that uh, regardless of what they've said or what they've done or how recently they got in trouble, regardless of any of that, that I love them and I want to provide for them. I want to do the best that I can for them. And I'm telling you that when we come before God and we mealy mouth our prayers before Him, when we hem haul around, I'm using a lot of these expressions, but when we just, uh, we're, we're stammering when we're asking God. We're hesitating when we're coming to Him for a need. And what that's really saying is, is God, I believe that you might can give this to me, but I'm not sure if I believe you love me enough to give this to me. I'm not sure I believe that you're forgiving enough, that your grace is big enough to overcome whatever it is that I think is going on in my life that's going to keep me from praying to you. He says, let that man not think that he shall receive anything from God. If you're going to ask something from God, ask it in faith. If you're going to come to God in prayer, go to Him with faith. Go to Him believing that He really does want what's best for you. And have you ever thought about the fact that perhaps the reason why you haven't received some of the other things you've asked for 
is because God loves you enough sometimes to skip over what is good in order to give you what is best. If there's any doubts this morning, I want to tell you this. I don't care where you've been. I don't care what you've done. I don't care how long you did it. I don't care how guilty you feel. None of those things play into this. God's grace is sufficient. God loves you. God cares about you. And if you have gone and confessed your sins and sought His forgiveness, then you're forgiven. Believe that. And the next time you need to ask Him for something, then just walk in with the blood of Christ, with His worth, not yours, with the confidence that you are in Him, that you are covered by Christ, and ask Him for what you need. And don't be wavering. Don't be stumbling over your words. Don't be asking God to give you something, but at the same time saying, but I understand if you... Just ask what you need and ask in faith. He says in verse 7, For let not that man think that he shall receive anything of the Lord. God wants us to ask according to His will, but He wants us to ask in faith as well. There's been some things lately in my life that I've been struggling with. <laughs> you know, and I go to God and, and I'm just thinking, God, I just don't, I mean, I don't know about this, you know. And, and this is what I, I've been trying to tell God. What I try to tell Him is, God, it's not that I don't have faith in You. I, don't, I just don't have faith in myself. I don't believe that, that I can do this or that I could do that. I don't believe that I, I'm wise enough or I'm this or, or strong enough or, or any of those things. And I go to God and, and I pray and, and I remember telling Him, Lord, it's not that I don't believe in You. It's that I just don't have all that faith in me. And what He had to open my eyes to is the very fact that I said that tells me that I was approaching whatever it was on the basis of my worth and not His worth. On the basis of my strength and not His strength. With the idea that if I was better, if I was stronger, if I was this, that I could accomplish it. And he had to show me that what I was calling a lack of faith in myself was really a lack of faith in him. Because there's never a circumstance where I can do it on my own. It's always a, I'm poor and needy. I need you. God, you're the only one that could do this. That has to be the basis that we come to God in, in prayer. He had to show me that, that even when I thought I was being humble, and even when I thought that I was, I, I was asking in a way that made myself feel, that, that I was really just not asking in faith. I really just wasn't trusting Him. He says, don't even think. That's a command, by the way. Verse 7, He's not making a suggestion. He's not giving advice. He says, Do not even think that when you pray like that, you're going to receive anything from the Lord. Don't even think that your prayers are going to be answered. If you're going to pray to God, ask in faith. Why? Because a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. 
Listen, I don't know what your needs are. I don't know what it is that that God is doing in your life that maybe you just don't fully understand right now. I don't know what needs you're standing empty before God in and, and not sure of whether or not He's going to provide. But I can tell you this. The only way that you're ever going to see that accomplished is when you go to Him for it. Go to Him in prayer. Ask according to His will. And what's so beautiful about that whole scenario is, there's another verse that fits into this. Because there are times that we go before God and we don't even know how to ask for what we need. We don't even have the words, we don't have the vocabulary to mention what it is that we need from God. But Romans chapter 8 tells us, That when we go before Him and we don't know what to say, His Spirit always knows what to say. When we don't know how to ask or how to pray for the things we need, His Spirit steps in and makes intercession for us. And He always prays according to the will of God. Maybe that's where you are today. Maybe you just don't even know how to ask. You don't know how to say what you need. That's fine. Just fall before God, recognizing Him as the provider, recognizing Him as the guide, recognizing Him as God. And say, Your will be done. Let His Spirit and let Him take care of the rest. Go with God, ask according to His will. And go with God asking in faith. Maybe this morning, there's something that you desperately need to ask God for. Maybe it's something that's already been on your heart and you just didn't have the faith to ask for. Maybe you didn't feel like you were in good enough standing with God to ask for it. Maybe you were afraid that even if you did ask for it, that you'd be bothering Him in some way or that He might not answer that prayer. I want to challenge you this morning to throw all that out of your mind. That's Satan. He's trying to interrupt your thoughts. He's trying to interrupt your prayers. Put that to the side. Come before God today, nothing wavering. And ask in faith according to His will for the things that you need. And if you don't know how to ask according to His will, then just come and say, God, Your will be done. Say, God, just be honest. I don't know how to ask for this. But I'm seeking You. I know you're the only one who can provide it. Could you do that today? This altar's open every Sunday. This is an invitation right now for you to come and pour your heart out before God. To seek His provision. In faith. And according to His will. Ask Him for what you need. Seek Him for that today. It's great to be in God's house today, and uh, we're going to go ahead and dismiss. I'm so thankful for God. I'm so thankful that He's there for us, that He knows what we need before we ask Him. But yet, He loves us enough, and uh, He wants us to know where it comes from enough that a lot of times He'll just wait on us to ask before He gives. Maybe that's where you are. You just need to go and ask Him for it.
And I'm going to say one more thing, and then we're going to dismiss. I was just thinking about it while we were having an invitation. So often, I have to go to God, and I have to ask like that man in the Gospels did, Lord, forgive my unbelief. Forgive my unbelief. So often, we're human, and we just forget how powerful He is. Maybe that's what our prayer needs to be today. Forgive my unbelief.